Tom, it's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith. We are living life in the Spirit and welcome to today's time of devotion as we come around the Scriptures and lift up the name of Yahovah. He is worthy of our praise and we praise Yahovah for what He has been doing in our lives. I hope you're, you've had a great Sabbath, uh, Shabbat. Uh, maybe you're still in Sabbath depending on where you're watching from. <laughs> so I'd just like to say a shout out to those uh, who are tuning in live. Uh, just send us a note on the comments. Just tell us that you're watching, your name, where you're from. Uh, we've got Lola in Florida. Welcome. Good to see you. We've got Yogi as well in Mississippi. Welcome. We've got Esther in Australia. <coughs> we've got Karen in North Carolina. Welcome. I'm just looking through the feeds, the scrolls here, see what else we've got going on here. Um, we've got New Day in North Carolina as well. Welcome. Thanks for joining with us tonight. Hallelujah. We've got uh, Jerry as well joining us. Bill in the UK. Welcome, Bill. Good to see you. Hope you're doing well and uh, everything's going good up there in Scotland. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So yeah, we're pressing in. It is time to see the kingdom of Yahovah established on the earth and, uh, you know, I hope you're enjoying this time and this season that we're in right now where we are focused on 40 days and really pressing forward for transformation. And every one of us are on different journeys, but we are also called to be on a journey together. So don't walk this journey on your own. Let's walk it through together. Praise the name of Yeshua. We don't need to be on our own, but we can stand with each other. And you know, what I love about walking in the faith is it is not religion, but it's relationship. So on this journey, even though we're walking together, you are unique. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. And this is not a process of how do we clone people with our understanding. But what we pray for is an open heaven. We pray for a mighty outpouring of the Spirit so that we make room for heaven to speak. So on that note, we're just going to take a second and uh, just uh, uh, just open with prayer. And uh, we'll just spend a little bit of time just pressing into the scriptures tonight. Welcome, Bonnie, as well. I see you watching uh, or tuned in on YouTube in Missouri. Welcome. Good to see you. Father, we want to thank you for this day. We just want to lay our lives before you and recognize who you are. We take time to pause in our day. And we acknowledge you, Father. We know that you guide our steps, that you lead us. And Father, as the body of Messiah, we are living stones. And you bring us together to function for the purpose of your kingdom. And Father, we pray for the family, the Mishpaha, the family of Yehovah to grow around us. That you have not called us to walk alone, but we are called to walk one with each other. So, Father, help us to be discerning by the Spirit and how we can support, how we can strengthen each other's walk as we are in pursuit of knowing you more and bringing the kingdom to this generation. Hallelujah. So, Father, we bless your name and we commit this time to you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Ah, oh, you know... I tell you, what a day. What a day of just recognizing the goodness of Yehovah. I'm all dressed up tonight, you know, as you can see. Uh, we just had a, a great party this evening for my mother-in-law. She turned 80 years old, and uh, we had a surprise party, invited uh, lots of people around. And, uh, you know, I just had a great time of fellowship. And uh, we put up 80 pictures of uh my mother-in-law's life, Loretta's life, so she could go around and see different pictures and people that came could just look through just the journey of our life. And it was just uh, an amazing time, not just to have a meal, but just to just show love. And, uh, you know, one of the things my mother-in-law said tonight that, you know, she received so much love tonight, it's it is going to push her on for another year. Hallelujah. And that's what it's about. We need to show the love that we have for one another. And if we are in Messiah, we should be walking in love and just pressing in and being a support to each other. When we live in a, a world where 
you know what are the what what are some of the key things that are taught you know it's it's your walk it's you know you in your small corner i'll be in my small corner you be in your small corner you know you work out your sa- <laughs> your salvation in fear and trembling i'll work out mine over here but look we're not called to be isolated one will send a thousand to flight to ten thousand so we want to be effective as the body of messiah together we want to be effective to see his glory you know are, are you ready to see an outpouring are you are you in the place where you are satisfied with everything that's going on around you or do you want to see change do you really want to see the manifestation of the glory of Yehovah in increasing measure that's my desire and what is a what does it take for believers in Messiah to witness uh, you know, signs and wonders and miracles. What does it take? It takes us rising up to a place where we will truly believe in Yahovah and we'll step out of our comfort zones and we will bring the the truth of the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. So I don't care if you're an introvert. I don't care if you're an extrovert. It doesn't matter who we are. We don't want to take on the characters of who we are, but we take on the characters of Messiah. So we humbly come before Yehovah. We lay our lives down before him and we ask him to rule and reign within our life. And what does that look like? What does that mean for the Messiah to be ruling and reigning within our lives? Well, you know, these last few days, what are we talking about? Transformation. And what is it we see in transformation? We see we are not what we used to be. And I want to ask you a question. You know, when you look back at how long you've been walking with Yeshua, do do the people around you who are not yet saved, do, does your unsaved family members, does uh, the people in your community, those who have known you for years, how do they see you? Do they just like, ah, you know, you know, they, they just believe in, in God, but nothing much has changed. Are they seeing a difference? Are they seeing the love of Yehovah? And, you know, in these 40 days, our focus is to come into the presence of Yehovah. I want the glory to shine upon my life like Moses experienced when he was 40 days up the mountain in the presence of a mighty God. I want to take these 40 days and enter into his presence and receive from him so that when I uh, come out and, and and when I'm sharing life and doing life in my community here in Israel, no matter what I'm doing, if it's on broadcasting, if it's, uh, you know, walking down the street in the supermarkets or walking a dog, whatever, or just having meetings, connections, is the fragrance of and the knowledge of Yeshua being seen. You know, I got to witness and share the gospel yesterday uh, with um, uh, a gentleman uh, who was in, in our guest house. And, you know, it was just such a privilege just to speak those simple words on Yeshua. And, and, you know, I love it when you see someone who is hungry, when you're saying things, that all of a sudden it's like, wow, you see their eyes expand and they're asking questions. They want to know more. So what is it about your life? What is it about how you live? And you know, that's what we're going to talk on tonight. We're going to talk in Matthew chapter 5 and uh, just a couple of little portions there concerning being the salt and the light. If a salt loses its saltiness, you know, it's no good for nothing but to be trampled under the feet. And we want to make sure that when we are coming into the presence of others that they are seeing a mighty God. Hallelujah. I want to start with uh, a book in the, in Psalms. We're going to read from Psalm 139. Just want to give a shout out to those who are joining us. We've got Ruth joining us. We've got Dee. Good to see you. Um, we've got uh, Lola. Yeah, good to see you, Lola. We've got Esther in Australia. Welcome. We've got um, um, Greta joining us in... Uh, uh, what country are you in, Greta? You're in... Not, are you in the Netherlands or where are you? I can't remember now. I'm losing my marbles. We've got Sharon as well in Tobago. Good to see you. Um, we've got uh, Jani as well. Good to see you. Hallelujah. We've got Bonnie joining us as well from Missouri. Thank you, Father. Isn't that a blessing just to see the community of Yehovah coming together 
as we press in. And, you know, I just want to ask you a question. Oh, Belgium. That's right, Greta. Thanks for joining with us. I'll remember Belgium again. I actually remember driving to Belgium, going through the the Euro tunnel from the UK into Belgium uh, to pick uh, some uh, stuff up for the 700 Club a number of years ago. Um, excellent. Praise the name of Yeshua. So, over these five days, you know, we know that for for yeah, for for the last four or five weeks, we've been doing daily devotions again. We are getting geared up. We're pressing in. You know, we're committing to really press forward. But over these forty days, one of the things I shared the other day is the importance of writing things down each day of the impact of what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. And it might be different from what we are teaching on during this hour, this this time that we spend. But, you know, it might be something the Father sparks from what we are saying. You know, it might be that our time together is activating the voice of the Spirit and He is bringing to your remembrance some key things that you need as anchors within your life that you need to know. And I want to encourage you to write them down. Because what we want to do over these 40 days is join the dots together and look at what the Holy Spirit is doing within our lives. I believe it's time for change. And, you know, as we go through these scriptures, it's amazing, you know, as we go through, the, the, you know, you'd think, well, wait a sec, you know, don't we know this? Uh, haven't we uh, been through this before? But let me tell you something. When you're in the place of real battles, when you're in warfare, when you're being pressed down on every side, it's not the theological breakdowns and and depths of a certain scripture that bring transformation. It's the simplicity of the word of Yahovah. It's the simplicity of just proclaiming his word that brings forth the victory. You know, the victory doesn't come in understanding Hebrew. The victory doesn't come in any other way other than yielding to the Holy Spirit and receiving instruction from the Spirit. So I want us to go to Psalm 139 and, you know, we want to be building on our testimony and building testimonies of what the Holy Spirit is speaking to us, what he is doing through our lives. And uh, last Sunday, I'll mention it again, you know, when Josh shared about how he sees meditation. It's not just taking the word, but it's taking that word and saying, Father, how do I apply this word to my life. And I know Josh will be down there in, in, in South Africa now, and I look forward to hearing an update and report from him there. But this this is what it's all about. How am I going to apply this word to my life today? If, if we just take our devotion time and our time corporately together, and we're like, oh yeah, you know, that, that's a great word, that's awesome. And then you forget about it and you just go about your day. Listen, there's one thing I want us to accomplish in our times of fellowship together. And it's this, that you don't just set aside the beginning of your day to seek Yahovah and to seek the, 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 the Father. And then the rest of the day you think, well, I did my thing, you know. I did what I should do. You know, I sought first his kingdom. You know, I I went through the scriptures in the morning. Then your day becomes so busy that you forget to even bring the Holy Spirit into the flow of your day. So in meditating through the day, this is what I want to ask you to do. I want to ask you to take time out in the day. And and what is the word that you are going to uh, meditate on and and press in on today? And, And maybe it's going to be something that we will read today. And one of the words that I'm pressing in on today is about the salt and the light. And that's what's been really prevalent in my heart today on the importance that, you know, We'll get to uh, Matthew chapter 5 in a minute. But that's what's been blessing me, that we can shine the light of Messiah. Listen, this world is so dark. This world is so dark. You can get a tiny little candle and in thick darkness, all of a sudden, it will be seen. And we want the Father's love to be seen in this generation. And that's my heart more than anything. How do we bring the kingdom? How do we operate in this ministry of reconciliation between Yehovah and man? What a privilege it is to be ambassadors 
of the Messiah. We represent the kingdom. Come on, think about that for a second. You and I, we represent the kingdom. You're not just a normal citizen. No, you're an ambassador. You're an ambassador for the king. So we don't come with our understanding. We don't come with our opinion. You know, you know. This, this is my complaint with a lot of these Torah study midrash. You know, I call it rash in the middle. You know, everyone's looking at their belly button. You know, as they're breaking down scriptures, and you've got so many ideas, and you know, it depends on the spiritual level of everyone involved. But you know. I don't want to be involved in an environment that's going to be pulling from Judaism and and pulling from what this rabbi says, that rabbi says. Why? Because if you are not in Yeshua, my scriptures teach me that you are blind leading the blind, so I will pay no attention to what you have to say. I want to hear from those who are in pursuit of the Messiah. That's, That's what I want to be listening to, and that's the word I want to be taken. I want to see where Yeshua is within the Tanakh. I want his life to come forth. Why? Because Yeshua said to his disciples, uh, you know, on the road to Emmaus, uh, the two disciples, he said, he opened their eyes and he explained who he was through the Torah, the prophets, and the Psalms. He revealed who he was throughout the scripture. And what did he say? It is all about me. So here's the blessing We are in Messiah. It is all about him. So as we read the scriptures, do you see Yeshua rising up from the words that we read as we go into the Tanakh? So let's go to Psalm 39. Hallelujah. O Yehovah, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. rise. You, You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Yehovah. Hallelujah. So what are we doing in this first part of the psalm in this? What are we focusing on? We are focusing on the knowledge of Yehovah, that he knows everything. His presence is everywhere. Do you sense and do you feel how near God is to you? When we understand that the thoughts and the what we're going to speak and the places that we're going to go, that the Father knows before we even venture on that journey, before we take that step, He knows where we're going. He understands uh, Every single thing about us. He cares about us. (laughs) You hem me in behind and before. Verse 5. You have laid your hand upon me. Hallelujah. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. Too lofty for me to attain. And it's so true. Do Do we truly meditate and understand the reality of just how much Yahovah is interested in every single element of your life. Now, you might be thinking, well, I don't really want Yahovah to be that interested because I've got so many areas <laughs> that, you know, I, I don't want God to see. And through this time, what we want to do is break these barriers down. And we want to say, you know, I want to have my life in such a way that I can walk in a way that my thoughts, my direction, the places where I go, the places where I sit, you know, my my thoughts, that I will take my thoughts captive, my speech, my tongue will operate with words of encouragement, with words of truth, that I will be speaking blessing. I won't be speaking curse. You hem me in behind and before. What a beautiful thing this is, especially when we are yielded to Yehovah. And if you feel broken, if you feel that, you know, you just, God, I just don't know how to take what I'm facing, then let this scripture just be a blessing. Oh, Yehovah, you have searched me. You know me. He knows everything about you. He cares for you. He wants to embrace you. And as I look at the presence of Yehovah that is all around me, 
you've laid your hand upon me. You know, if you have a child and the, the child is scared and just to place your hand on the child's head or on the chi- or, or to hold the child's hand in the midst of fear, what happens? The fear goes. All of a sudden they know that someone is with them. They're not alone. And I want you to know tonight that you are not alone. This is not just a scripture that is talking about how God is judging me. No, this is not about judging. You know, verse 6, such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too lofty for me to attain. This is not about condemnation. This is about understanding that his presence is there because he protects you. His presence is there. His hand is upon you because he loves you. So what are you going through? What are you facing? Allow the embrace of a mighty God to surround you. Feel the touch of Yehovah upon your life right now. He understands the heart. He understands the things and the pain and the things that you go through. He loves you. You discern my going out, my lying down. You're familiar with all my ways. Oh, thank you, Father. And here, some people are in a place where they're thinking, where's my hope in this time? How do I function in this place? Who is with me? And... The psalmist is delivering the confidence and he's seeing the attributes of a mighty God. He's acknowledging who he is within his life. And I want you to feel the embrace of a mighty God. Why? We're talking transformation. We're talking about being transformed. What does it take to be transformed? Well, firstly, we're transforming into the image of Yehovah. We want the image of the Messiah to be within our lives. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Verse 7. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, Even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness will hide me and the light becomes night around me, even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to you. Hallelujah. You don't have to fear in the place of darkness because you can know that his... (laughs) That he has created us, that he has created all things. If you go up to heaven, if you make your bed, it doesn't matter where you go. It doesn't matter what position you find yourself. It doesn't matter. You cannot be hidden from his presence. Father, we thank you. You are the God who creates. Your hand will guide me. Your hand, your right hand will hold me fast. Surely the darkness will hide me. And the light becomes night around me. Hallelujah. Even the darkness will not be dark to you. The night will shine like the day. For darkness is as light to you. We want to be the salt and the light. We want the light of Yehovah to be seen. And I just want you to catch this tonight. I want us to get to that place that... You might, from your understanding in the flesh, you might feel, I'm in a dark place right now. You know, there's so many moments within my week, within my days, where I recognize, I feel, I feel separated from Yehovah. Where, where is Yehovah? What, what's he saying here? He's saying, I want you to know I am here. I am present. I am with you. Do not be afraid. Where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Your spirit is with me. Your presence is with me. You are a mighty God. You are a mighty God. Hallelujah. Lift up his name. Recognize where he is. Do not be in fear. But we want to operate 
and be found in faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yehovah. And what did we talk about the other day? The presence of faith. I want to untangle us from this works mentality of how you're trying to, through religion, building your faith, building your walk. And oh, if I just had more faith, I could do exploits for Yahovah. Let me tell you something. When the angel of Yahovah, the angel of the Lord, Messiah, when he came to Gideon, you mighty man of valor, you mighty man of war. The first thing that Gideon thought is, who me? You, you know, you've got the wrong address. You've, you've come to the wrong person. I'm the least of the least. But we can have all these questions around the words of Yehovah, but there's something powerful that takes place when the word of God speaks. And what happens, it starts to penetrate into our life. And we receive the word. And the moment you receive the word, faith comes in. It's our it's belief. All of a sudden, I receive. I receive this word. And all of a sudden, the word can be activated within your life. The word can produce good fruit within your life. And this is what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the word of Yehovah. So what is he saying to you today? What's he saying to you at this moment? He's saying, I've called you to be the salt. I've called you to be his light. Verse 13, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. You created me in my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. You are special. Before the foundation of the earth, Yehovah made mention of your name. He loves you. (laughs) Listen, if you can just take this word tonight, you are unique. You are knit together by the creator of the universe. He knows everything about you. Come on, just see what is being built up here. Just see what is happening (laughs) from the director of music you know, that this is what's bursting out of David's heart towards Yehovah in the presence of a mighty God. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together. So don't apologize for your personality. Don't apologize. You know, I'll never forget the day when, you know, some people were, were, were really persecuting me for preaching the gospel and sharing the gospel. These are other believers. You know, Kenny Russell, just shut up. Why have you got to keep talking about your faith? Why have you, you know, why have you got to get spat on all the time? Why have you got to go through all these things for sharing the gospel? And, it's, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, oh, God, maybe I just speak too much. Oh, Father, help me not to speak too much. And, you know, why do I cause so much trouble? And my heart is just to bring forth the life of Yehovah. And I said, oh, Father, just just help me, you know, in the things that I say. And, and the Father said, I don't want you to shut up. I've made you to be a proclaimer, to be uh, a declarer of the word of Yehovah. I don't want you to shut up. I'm going to give you the right things to say. I'm going to speak through you. That when you open up the scriptures, when you open up your mouth, The fullness of Yehovah is going to come forth. Oh, what confidence I received in the presence of Yehovah. In the place of insecurity. In the place of being judged by others. Listen, we're in such a wicked world. We're in such a wicked place. We have believers beating up other believers, pulling each other down instead of finding ways and how we cover over a multitude of sin and how we minister and how we bless and how we equip and how we enable the lives of others. Instead, what are we trying to do? Push people down so we can rise up? And what the Father's looking for is servant leaders, servant servants that will say, yeah, I'm going to lead as a servant. It's not, it's not looking up, oh, apostle this, apostle that. No, the apostle's position is servanthood. 
It's the first to do something, the last to be recognized. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. We worship you, Father. We worship you. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. (laughs) You knit me together in my mother's womb, verse 13 and 14. This is why we have to stand up against abortion. This is why we've got to cry out to those considering to abort their babies. Because every life is precious before Yahovah. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Verse 15. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Oh, if there's ever a verse to give you confidence, if there's ever a, you know, maybe we should pause right now and just go on a praise run round the house. If you're in the car, keep your seatbelt on or pull over, take your seatbelt off and just have a praise. And (laughs) that's what it makes me feel because I understand that in that secret place, listen, Yehovah does more behind the scenes than in the open. And as we organized the surprise party for my mother-in-law tonight. You know, she's thinking, well, you know, does no one really care about my birthday? I'm 80 today, and what am I doing? Sitting in the house, you know? Maybe I'm just going to go have a meal. She had no idea what was being prepared in the secret place. And the joy that came forth as she walked in, and all of a sudden, surprise, all these people are here. What's going on? This is totally unexpected, and this is what... Yehovah is doing within our life and I want you to catch this. You might be looking from your perspective at what is happening within your life. When you analyze your life, when you analyze your faith, when you analyze your walk, stop looking in the flesh and analyze your life as you test your life against the scripture. Father, I don't have all the answers I don't know anything, but what is it going to take for me to be confident in Yehovah? What's it going to take for me to stand up? What's it going to take for me to rise up in this day? Oh, my soul is so downcast. Why? Because I don't see what is being prepared in the secret place. I want you to understand this, that before he even made you, before you were put together, before you were on the lips of anyone or anyone ever knew of your existence. Yahovah knew. <laughs> what do you say? The frame, your, my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. Hallelujah. Look, I tell you, you are so amazing. Yeah, let, me, let me ask a question. What, what creates value in anything? What creates value? When you look at things that are extremely expensive, why are they so expensive? You know, I was just in Dubai and I saw a lot of things on the road that were very expensive. You've never seen cars like it in all your life. But what creates the value? It's the uniqueness. Oh, this is one of six. This is one of 12 of these special cars. Or This is <laughs> a one-off. Wow. That's rare. Let me tell you something. You're more precious than a car. You're no more precious than jewels. That unique diamond. You're more precious. Why? You're so unique. You're a one-off. You are so valuable. And you just look at the care of what the Father has put into every aspect of your life. Do you see this tonight? Because we're talking about the transformation What do we have? We have a mind that is made up. A made up mind. That's what we're talking about. A made up mind. Is your mind made up? Do you know who you are in Messiah? Do you know who you are? 
Have you lost your identity? Have you kind of lost your way a little bit? Then I just pray right now that you will come into alignment by the Spirit. This is the day for you to be aligned. This is the day for us to start to proclaim and speak His Word back to Him. (laughs) My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place. When I was woven together in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my unfolded body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Father, I want to be faithful because you did so much preparation for my life. So much preparation. And if I can just yield to you, if I can yield to you and I can witness and see the plans that you have made for me come to pass. Hallelujah. Oh, it's time for us to receive authority. It's time for us to recognize the goodness of Yehovah. Have you ever asked the Father to show you what is to come? Because the Holy Spirit will be your teacher, will be your counselor. He will remind you of everything that Messiah has done and he will show you what is to come. And what gives us authority is the knowing of what is to come. And I've shared this before and I'll share it again. Why? Because you've just got to put up with me every day. So you're probably going to hear stories over and over again. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah, there's plenty of testimonies, plenty of stories. But, you know, when I was 19 years old, I took time to really press in and pray and fast and just just come before the Father and be on my knees. You know, do we know how to get on our knees or, you know, are we just sit on the couch and or sit in our special chair just reading the Word? Do we know what it means to humble ourselves before Yehovah? And I said, Father, I'm crying out to you. I'm calling out to you. I'm 19 years old. I don't want my life to be wasted. I don't want to waste a day. I don't want to go down the wrong path and then discover that I'm so far off where you have called me to be. I'm asking you a question, Father. Will you show me what is to come? Will you bring me to a place where I can see what is to come? I want you to show me me in the future. Will you show me the plans you have for me? Oh, I know your plans are great. And I understand that and I receive that. I receive all those different things that you have for every one of us. But when I understand what this scripture says, hallelujah, your eyes saw my unfolding body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Hallelujah. And I want to make sure that I walk in the ordained path of Yehovah. Because the reality is, many of us fail and don't see the fullness of what Yehovah wants to give us because we doubt, because of unbelief. Oh, the children of Israel, man, they saw the plagues, they saw the deliverance, they saw the most incredible deliverance from what? From Egypt. They came through the Red Sea. Wow, could you imagine? If you came through the Red Sea, listen, (laughs) would you talk about anything else? For the next hundred years of that experience, man, walking through the Red Sea is even more incredible than flying to the moon. (laughs) Walls of water appearing as you walk through a pillar of cloud by day, fire by night, keeping you warm. Manna coming from heaven, your clothes growing, everything they experienced, yet they were a stiff-necked, rebellious people who would not believe. And even when the spies went into the land and came back with the report, Joshua and Caleb, wow, you wouldn't believe the blessings that are before us. And 10 of them are like, oh, we are like grasshoppers. And their perspective, their lack of faith, instead of understanding the mighty God that is within them, the mighty God that set them free from the most powerful strongholds of the earth, And now all of a sudden the Canaanites are this big and you are like a grasshopper. I just rescued a grasshopper tonight when I was out with the dog, you know, stuck in the water. 
just giving him his life and putting him back on the dry ground and just recognizing, you know, how much does God care? He cares for all his creatures. How much more does he care for me? As I scooped down and rescued that little insect, and the insect's thinking, oh, what are you going to do, eat me? Oh, wow, you're giving me freedom. Wow. How much freedom does God want us to walk in? Or are we going to be those who are stiff-necked? <laughs> Listen, what? can you make up your mind on who you are going to follow? Choose this day who you will follow. Choose this day. As for me and my house, we will serve Yehovah. So where are you today? You know, I want to shake up the body of Messiah to bring the encouragement of the Spirit, to bring the alignment of the Spirit so we can witness the goodness of Elohim. Are you with me today on this? Is this word speaking to you today? <laughs> your days are ordained. <laughs> Not your life is ordained. Your days. And this is why we have daily devotional time. Why? The days. Come on, Father. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. Let's just concentrate on today. Today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart as you did in your rebellion. Today, if you hear his voice, humble yourself. Father, I need you. I recognize I can't live this life without you. I can't even press forward one inch. Call on his name. Recognize who he is. Your days are ordained. Come on, look at that book that he has written about you. Man, this is not just 12 summaries of your life or my life. Kenny Russell, 12 points. There you, no, 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 no. No, all the days ordained for me were written in your book. So how big is this book? What does this book look like? It was all written before one of them came to be. So are we walking in the ordained days of Yehovah? Because only the ordained days are counted. So if you are not walking in your ordained purpose, those days are not included. And how many gaps are in that book? Is your book, <laughs> is Yehovah's book on you filled with ordained days? Well, this was my ordained will for Kenny today. And he ended up over here today. And he missed my will today. Maybe tomorrow he'll walk in his ordained steps that I have for him. So today we want to be sensitive to the Ruach HaKodesh. We want to recognize who he is. We want to get to that place where we understand how Yehovah has made us. Hallelujah. How precious. Verse 17. We're reading Psalm 139 if you're just joining us. Verse 17. How precious to me are your thoughts O Elohim, how vast is the sum of them. And that's just really explaining, you know, what we're talking about on the ordained days that are written in the book. How precious to me are your thoughts, O Yahovah. Why? Because what do we write down? We write down our thoughts. How precious to me are your thoughts, O Yehovah. How vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Oh, just look. Just to take time through the scripture. Just to go through step by step and to see the hand of Yehovah is so vitally important. And I want you to really get this because I want us to be the salt and the light. I want us to understand what it truly means to walk in his presence. You might feel the pain of life, the difficulties of life, the things that you are facing, the things that you are going through, loss, brokenness. Things are not just like they used to be because of what man does, because of how they have treated you, 
because of what's taken place. But let me tell you something, even in the greatest of darkness, God says, I am there. I am there. My light will shine. And I want you to understand how important it is that if you will just light up with the love of God, even in insignificant places that you might think are insignificant, not important. How can God use me in this place? How can he spread his fragrance, spread his knowledge in my life in this place? And I want you to know, you might have a little light, but your little light in great darkness is so powerful. It's so attractive. It's so incredible. Verse 19, If only you would slay the wicked, O Elohim, away from me, you bloodthirsty men. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse, misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Yahovah, and abhor those who rise up against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, O Yahovah, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. What an interesting uh, close to this portion of Scripture as we see the goodness of Yahovah, how God's goodness uh, deals with evil. And, you know, after making such a powerful, strong statement, if only you would slay the wicked, oh, Yahovah, could you imagine living in a perfect world where there is no wicked? If only, yeah, Away from me, you bloodthirsty men. They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you? Why? Because you recognize the love of God to such a powerful level that you hate the intent of evil men. We don't want to be sitting in the council of the wicked or in the seat of mockers. But our delight is on Yehovah and on his instructions. And on his law we meditate day and night. And what's he saying? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemy. Why? Because they are destroying other people's lives. And we want to have the compassion and the love to minister to the brokenhearted to those who are in abuse, to those who are downcast, to those who are uh, beaten up and mistreated by evil. Search me, O Elohim, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Why? You know, if there's an offense in me, I want to know about it and lead me in in the way everlasting. In the midst of this hatred and My hatred of evil and evil intent. Help me keep my heart right. Search me. Help me to be on track and in tune with you. Because God hates evil. I want us to come before the Father right now and say, Father, will you search my heart? Reveal changes, reveal things that I need to change because I want to be your salt and light. I want to be your salt and light. Thank you, Father. What an incredible psalm and what an awesome time just to take that time just to go through that nice and step by step and just to listen and to recognize what Yehovah is saying. In Matthew chapter 5, <laughs> uh, I did a whole series. You can find it on YouTube on the Beatitudes. Um, not sure how many parts it was. Maybe it's, uh, it's 10 or 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Is it 9 parts or something on the Beatitudes? I encourage you to listen to that series. You'll see it on the playlist on teaching series on the Beatitudes. Um, but we go through... 
all the key elements of the Beatitudes. And what the Father is doing is he's painting the picture of the kingdom and, and how the kingdom functions and how the kingdom operates. And when we get these things in order, when we get them lined up, it brings us to the place where we will see the fruits And we've spent so much time getting back to the roots, but now it's time to get back to the fruits of our faith, the fruits of the Spirit within our life. We want to be fruitful. We want to be bearing fruit. We want to see the fruits of the Spirit manifest. So I'm not going to read the whole uh, beginning of the chapter, even though my heart is so pulled just to to go and, and read this. But I want to be sensitive to our time so that we finish within an hour but in your time just take time to go through the beatitudes and and the powerful words that are contained herein it says rejoice and be glad because verse 12 because great is your reward in heaven for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you verse 13 you are the salt of the earth but if the salt loses its saltiness how can, it be made, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. If the salt loses its saltiness, what does salt do? It preserves, it creates first, it cleanses. And these are the attributes that we want to see as, uh, as we press forward You know, we want to preserve the word. We want to minister the word. We want to create the first of the gospel of the kingdom in the lives of others. We want to see people cleansed by the word and because of the work of Yehovah within our lives. You're the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? What's it talking about? Don't lose your testimony. Don't let the enemy rob your character and destroy your life. We don't want to be in the place where we have to sit down and make the apologies for the brokenness and the failures within our lives. But we want to yield to Yehovah by the power of his spirit to come through that the salt will not lose its saltiness, that we will maintain our character of who we are in Messiah. Because if we lose who we are in him and our testimony is disqualified because of our lifestyle, our testimony is no good for nothing. Why? Because you don't have the backup of the lifestyle. So there's a restoration that we have to go through, but let's not lose or saltiness. We don't want to be thrown out and trampled. Verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead they put it on a stand. And it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way let your light shine before men. That they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. You're the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. And Yeshua, he proclaimed this portion of Scripture on the banks of the Galilee. And he's looking up there to Sfat on the hill, the city on the hill. When he's speaking that, and I can just see him, you know, pointing out to the city of the hill. You're the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither can, neither do people light a lamp and put it under the bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Listen, don't just be lit up for your own personal gain. But let's shine the light that the Father has placed within us for the benefit of the other believers and to minister his light and his truth to a broken generation. In the same way, let your light shine before men that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Oh, hallelujah. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to let it shine all the time. Hide it under a bushel? No! I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. This little light this little light. 
I'm going to let it shine. I want to encourage you. This is the day to shine for him before man. Oh, but God, I don't know how to speak. I don't know how to communicate. I don't know how to do this. I, don't, I haven't read enough of the Bible. I don't understand enough. Just lay down all your excuses, all your concerns, all your misunderstandings, all your understanding in the flesh and say, yes, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm going to be salty, so salty that people are, are going to hunger and thirst. Man, they, they're, they're going to be thirsting for more of Yeshua because of what is oozing out of my life. That I'm so salty, hallelujah, that the word is preserved within me, that it's bringing forth cleansing to those who come around me. And more than anything, that the first of a mighty God is being imparted into the lives of others. How are you right now? Are you thirsting after him? As we are sharing right now, I'm hungering and I'm thirsting after him. I'm being spurred on as we're studying this scripture, as we're speaking this word out, as we're proclaiming his word. It's impacting my spirit right now. Why? I see the presence of faith. And in the presence of faith, the seeds of the word are coming alive in my life. And I hope that's true for you right now. You know, just maybe we've got to get to that place where we get the noise out. And I praise Yahovah. There's many people that that are with us every single day who are hungering for Yehovah. You understand what I'm talking about. You understand what it, what it takes to be set apart. You know, when we, when we talk about initiating a fast, all of a sudden it's like, yep, I'm with you. I'm fasting too. I'm going to stand with you. Yeah, you're fasting. I'm fasting. Why? Because we're the body of Messiah. We can stand together to make a difference for his kingdom. So don't walk alone. You don't have to walk alone. We can walk together in the presence of a mighty God. Whew, I tell you, I'm blessed and encouraged through the word, through just two portions of scripture that we have looked at, that we have just taken time to receive. Receive his word today. May your life be filled with joy everlasting. Why? Because what the words that we have spoken out today will do, they will create a harvest that will last for eternity. Why? Because I can just see the Father opening up that book and he's saying, it's an ordained day. Yep, I can see it. It's an ordained day for Kenny Russell. It's an ordained day for, for Jenny. It's an ordained day for Ruth. It's an ordained day for Russell. This is an ordained day. Lola, it's an ordained day. Esther, it's an ordained day. Greta, it's an ordained day. This is the day. Hallelujah. That we will rejoice and be glad in it. So this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. I'm making a decision. I'm going to shine for you. I don't want to lose my saltiness. I want my testimony to be effective to the ends of the earth. Oh, be healed right now in Yeshua's name. If you're sick, place your hands on the part of the body where you're sick. I release the healing power of Yeshua. I break the spirit of addiction right now. You're suffering with addiction and you know it. You have all different types of excuses and you know, you, you, you push off what people are saying as they see the addiction and the things that you're going through. But today's the day of deliverance. Today's the day of freedom. Receive the freedom of Yahovah. Be free. And be addicted to Yeshua. Hallelujah. Just as people see the addiction of drugs, they see the addiction of alcohol, the addiction of smoking on your life. Let me tell you something. They're going to see the addiction of Yeshua. Oh, brother, let me talk to you. I just see that addiction that you have. I just see Yeshua all over you. It's really concerning me. Well, hallelujah, it's not concerning me. 
Man, I tell you, I want to be so filled up with him. I want to be addicted to Yeshua in such a way that his word is ever before me. Thank you, Father. I hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word tonight. I hope that it is inspiring you, pressing you forward as we seek to edify and build the body of Messiah. You edified and lifted up tonight. Are you encouraged today? Are you... Is your spiritual eyes opening up to what the Father has for this day? Why? It's an ordained day. (laughs) Maybe that's what you need to write down. An ordained day is what I am living today. Hallelujah. I'm the salt and light. I have a made-up mind, and I will serve the purposes of Yehovah to this generation. I'm taking it out of just me personally. No, I'm going to serve the purposes of Yehovah to this generation. Why does it take me so long to close out these sessions? Because his joy is so powerful the joy of being in his presence, the joy of fellowship and wait, maybe we should just hang out all night, all day. <laughs> no, we've got to press forward for the works of Yehovah. We cherish our time together in the presence of Yehovah. So be blessed, be encouraged. I hope you've had a great Sabbath and Shavua Tov. Let's press into this week in the presence of Yehovah. If you're over there on the West Coast or over on that side of the world, you're still in Sabbath, have a blessed Sabbath further and make your Sabbath last as long as possible. Hallelujah. You don't have to stop just uh, because the sun goes down. No, you just keep on pressing forward. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. If you're blessed and encouraged, you have testimony. If the Father is speaking to you, come on, send an email, kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. Share with me what the Father is doing within your life, what he is speaking to you. Um, Because, you know, it's so important. Sometimes we've got to pen these things out and share them with others. I want to encourage you, take this message of what we've just shared on YouTube, Facebook, and the podcast will be released in the next 10 minutes. Take the podcast, take this message and sow it into the lives of another. This is time for us to spread the word of faith, to spread the gospel to this generation, to those. You know, maybe you know someone right now that's discouraged and they need to hear this word. Thank you, Father. Let's share the word of Yehovah. Encourage people to join us on these 40 days. Here we are, day five. Oh, man, if this is what we've been experiencing through the first five days, what's it going to be like when we hit day 40? Hallelujah. We're just going to go from glory to glory. If you're blessed and encouraged with the ministry and you want to plant a seed and sow into the work of what we are doing, I also want to encourage you, pray for Bulldozer Faith. We are being pressed on every side, and we are pressing in these 40 days. Why? To see a supernatural breakthrough. It's time we break through in the court systems and the attacks that are coming against us and how the enemy is seeking to push us down in the land of Israel in the midst of the battle on the front line. I encourage you, give and uh, and pray for our ministry here in the land of Israel that we will have an abundance to move forward, that we won't just be trying to get from uh, you know one step to the next step and, and dealing with all of these attacks. We pray not that these troubles go away. No, we pray for victory over all the troubles that we face, that we will have testimony upon testimony upon testimony. And this is what I've discovered. Nine years in the land of Israel, Every single challenge that has come against us, we have seen the victory of Yehovah. And we praise him. Why? Because we are not going to give up. So you might have a trouble. You might have something that's in front of you. And the only thing you have to do to be an overcomer is to stay the course of time. And if you will just stand, when you've done all to stand, stand firm then and you press forward. And guess what? You will see the manifestation of the glory of a mighty God and you will stand and walk in victory. That's just all it takes. The battle belongs to Yehovah. 
So in these 40 days, we're talking about the acceleration of our faith, the acceleration of our walk. I believe you can speed up your destiny. You can align your destiny. You can speed up your destiny by our diligence in the presence of Yehovah. So I appreciate every one of you who gives to the ministry, who supports Bulldozer Faith. If you haven't and you and you want to start giving, go to bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. And we appreciate you standing with us. And send your prayer requests in as well, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. And we will uh, diligently and faithfully stand in prayer for you. Remember Glenn at this time. We're praying for his daughter, Glenn and his family. Um, that's, uh, they will, that the daughter with leukemia, and uh, the leukemia is in our lymph glands. We curse it in Yeshua's name. We say no in Yeshua's name. There's many prayer requests that we will go through tomorrow on our Zoom call. So tomorrow we don't have the normal broadcast. It's time for the Zoom call. At 9.30 Israel time, 2.30 East Coast time, 7.30 UK time, 8.30 European time. Hallelujah. Just so we all know what time it is. I don't know what time it is in Australia, but it's early in the morning. But anyway, let's come together on the Zoom call so that we can fellowship together, we can share our heart it's not a time just for Kenny Russell to speak. It's a time for us to interact and have fellowship. It's a private time that we have. So you have to be signed up for our newsletters to get the link. Or you have to be on Bulldozer Faith um, on our intercession group. It's called Bulldozer Faith Intercession Group. I'll send you the link right here so that everyone on the feed can see it. It's right there. So come and join us there. And uh, tomorrow, I can't wait to communicate, speak to you, have us all on the video call together and just hang out and have fellowship. Hallelujah. Thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, shalom, shalom, shavua, tov. Have a great week. But anyway, have a great day because we're back again tomorrow. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom.